episode 25 of Milk's Favorite Podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. And today, Mr. Bisco, it's about us, not you, so meh. <laughs> Michelle, can you believe we hit 25? It's crazy. This feels like a milestone. Yeah. It feels real good. I guess that's why people celebrate 25s of things. Yeah. And if we, we're we recording this a little bit in advance, if we have our release schedule right, this should also be right about the one-year anniversary of the release of episode one. Yeah. And also my birthday, but mostly the one-year anniversary <laughs> of uh, of the release of episode one. And wow, what a, what a wild podcasting year. Yeah, thank you to our listeners for sticking with us. Milk's favorite fans. Yeah, a whole year of Oreo reviews. We're really excited to still be here. Yeah, it's it feels good. It'll feel even better when this gets uploaded and people are listening to it. <laughs> so I guess probably you, you pr- probably already know, but every episode on Milk's favorite podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo and rate it in eight categories, and then add up the scores that it gets and see just how good this Oreo is. Today we have an Oreo that is very near and dear to my heart. What is it, Michelle? It's Firework Oreos. Oh, by the way, I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. Firework Oreos. Man, I I love these Oreos. This is the first Oreo, I think, that we've actually both had before reviewing. Is that right? That is correct. And had, like, a lot of. Yes. We've talked before on this show about how big fans of Firework Oreos we are. But what we haven't talked about is actually how this show owes its existence to Firework Oreos. And so for today's story I'm going to tell that story. This all started uh, probably uh, summer 2017-ish, around then. I saw Firework Oreos in the store and thought, oh, this is silly. This is going to be fun. You know what? Let me just let me just get this weird flavor, this weird Oreo thing, popping candy gimmick, whatever. You know, I like Oreos. It's going to be it's going to be great. And then it was. I think I got them for like a Memorial Day party or something. And they were a big hit and and everybody loved them. And I liked them way more than I thought I would. <laughs> I thought it would be just kind of a flash in the pan thing, but no, they're they're wonderful, excellent Oreos. And I started thinking, you know, like do people know about this? I only I no one no one had told me about firework Oreos. I didn't see any ads or commercials. I just like saw them in the store. And I don't even think I was looking for Oreos. I might have been, but I I don't think I was. I think I was just kind of browsing. Yeah, so I remember this story a little bit differently than Randy does, but possibly I never actually told him because I had tried these firework Oreos by accident when I just took one from a box without looking because they were already open. And a lot of times the, the, uh, the packaging is just themed for the season and not for the actual flavor so I didn't expect there to be any difference but yeah our memories do not tell us whether I actually told Randy about these Oreos. I I remember you telling me but I think it was after I showed you the firework Oreos. Uh and then I was like oh my gosh this thing happened. Yeah I think that's that's my memory of how it went down at least. So I I thought you know what would be a funny thing to do and I suggested to Michelle that we make a YouTube review series of Oreos where we essentially do what 
became this podcast. You know, the idea wasn't as fleshed out. Not to really say that this is particularly <laughs> fleshed out. Um, but on YouTube. And Michelle said, that's a dumb idea. I doubt I said dumb. Podcasts that are not better. Very nice. A podcast would be better. And I suspect it was because, uh, one, filming things is kind of hard and we don't have a good camera and, like, you don't really want to film on a webcam, it's unprofessional, blah, blah, blah. It's much harder to get higher quality video. Yeah. And also, too, then we would have to, like, keep our apartment real clean. <laughs> and nobody has time for that. <laughs> so we, uh, we settled on podcast. And I think that was a very good decision, and I'm I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I mean, part of the the enjoyment we thought also about it was being able to sort of describe things and use the beauty of language to tell you about what these packages and Oreos look like. And I think we've been resoundingly successful at that, with no reservation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joy of podcasts. Yeah. So I think for this review... We should come at this like we don't know anything about these Oreos. Like, we're trying them for the first time. We'll do our best. It's going to be a little bit hard, but yeah, we'll do our best. Hard, but so, worth Honestly, it. I haven't actually spent a lot of time looking at them. No, and we'll get to that in packaging. Yeah, uh, and so I think there will be some new things that come up here. Yeah, absolutely. But let's start at the very beginning, and Michelle, where is that? Our first category is name. Firework Oreo. Not a good name. Why? Because, so, fireworks are not food. (laughs) And also, if they were food, they would taste like plastic and gunpowder. And I don't know if you've ever tasted plastic or gunpowder, but neither one is good. So, I'm... We're going to have a problem in the accuracy category for sure, but we're not in the accuracy category. We're in the name category. And the name category is about... Whether they make you excited, whether they make you want to try them, whether they draw you in, whether that's kind of good marketing, I guess, if we wanted mm-hmm. to use some kind of business word, but we don't. So we call them name, <laughs> name category. Um, and I think it's a good name. I mean, it's it makes you feel like summer and, you know, like things like that are, are very exciting. Fireworks are fun. They make you want to buy them for celebrations. I think it suffers from the same problem of winter, spring olympic you just you have no clue what you're gonna get right i hear firework oreo and i don't i don't know that could be anything i have no clues Mm. now seeing the package and we'll get to that later there are some clues but just like yes firework oreo is intriguing but more because of the mystery of it more because it's like well what could that possibly be like what is what is a firework oreo how does that even make sense Versus something like cinnamon bun, or chocolate peanut butter pie, or hot cocoa, or red velvet even. Where I'm like, ooh, these are things that I like, that I that I know what they taste like, and I, I want to experience that in Oreo form. So it definitely has a different type of appeal than one where it literally describes the flavor. But I don't think a description of this flavor would be very intriguing. No. No, it wouldn't. So... <laughs> Well, spoilers about what the flavor is. Um, it doesn't taste like gunpowder, certainly. <laughs> yeah, so I I think that this is a great way to describe what these Oreos are going to be like and to get you excited about them. I also, I guess I have a little bit of a sentimental thing with fireworks. 
Mm-hmm. And I like them a lot. And I feel like if you don't like fireworks, then this is, you know, it's kind of going to be like, ugh, fireworks, who cares? Yeah, I'm a bit of a curmudgeon. I don't, I don't really care for fireworks. It's like, you've, if you've seen one amateur fireworks show, you've kind of seen every amateur fireworks show. And like even the amateur fireworks, even the professional shows are often very, very similar. And, you know, at the end of the day, how many different configurations of red, green and blue sparkles are exciting? It's not about that. It's about all of the different contexts where I've been with fireworks and those like emotional settings for me. It's more of the the associations like undergrad end of spring semester, undergrad year, a summer I spent in Boston where we watched fireworks in the rain on a bridge, um, when my friends visited me in St. Louis and we watched fireworks for the first time under the arch. It's those things. It's not about what the fireworks looked like. You can't remember that. It's about the people that you're with and the experiences that you're having, which usually during fireworks are kind of, they're sort of like monumentous, sort of. Like you're going to remember them. Because how many times do you see fireworks? Too many. The time that I I watched the fireworks from a a bridge in St. Louis because we didn't make it to the fireworks show on time and just saw them over the buildings and you could look around and see them all around you and and on a rooftop at the beach where you could, again, see them all around. It's all of those things. I can remember every time I've seen fireworks. You don't (laughs) have things like that with peanut butter pie, peanut butter chocolate pie. I've had some some pretty good pie. (laughs) No, I, I see exactly what you're saying, and I think, I guess for me, I don't I don't have those associations with fireworks, and I don't expect that fireworks will be the cause of those kinds of associations. I have them. You know, I have moments that I look back on that I, that I really enjoyed. They just don't have anything to do with fireworks, and that's, that's just my lived experience, and maybe it is uncommon, maybe it's common, I don't know. I don't have any data. It's just sad. <laughs> Wow, all right. Well, uh, well I, you know, it's been good. It's been a good podcast. I'll just let Michelle handle the rest of this one while I go apply some aloe. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so, do you have a score yeah. here? I am going to give it, yes, I am going to give it a 11. For me, it's, it is intriguing. Eight. Our next category is packaging, and boy, do I like this package. Really? Yeah. What do you like about it? Well, it's very on theme. Okay. I I think I would separate this package into two halves. There's the top half, and then there's the bottom half. And, Mm -hmm. you know, standard blue package. A little small, actually. I think it's a little more square than normal packages. Um, But the top half is fireworks. There's fireworks all over it. Yeah. And it's very clear, and it doesn't suffer too, too bad from the, the baffling physics stuff that Oreo packaging normally suffers from. And it's, I like the color scheme, how they just did red and white, because mm-hmm. it doesn't look too busy. It doesn't look like, you know, my eyes aren't aren't hurting because there's just overload. Yeah, they didn't. At first, I was thinking that you might want lots of different colors, but I think it actually is correct to just have used two colors. And let's be real, in America, and I don't know if they have these outside of America, but in America, in the summer, when you think fireworks, you think the 4th of July. 
And when you think the 4th of July, you think red, white, and blue. Mm -hmm. And the only colors on this package are red, white, and blue. That's yeah. it. And the, the black of the cookie. They're definitely playing on that American theme. Yeah. And Even I, though people have fireworks for all kinds of things. Not yeah. Not just America. No, absolutely. Yes. So uh, I like that they, they're playing into the theme, but not making it explicitly that. Right? There is nothing on this package that says America. There is no flag. There is no, you know, happy July 4th. There is none of that. There's just fireworks and a nice color scheme. It also works well because Nabisco colors are red and white. Yes. And so you don't have that extra and the, color right. going on. And the Oreo color is blue, so like they're using what they already have also. Right. And then the bottom half of this package... It shows the enlarged Oreo, which we have problems with, but half of it is taken up by this this like wacky star with this wacky font that says, with popping candy, with a cartoony arrow over to the cream on this Oreo. And I actually don't mind this giant blown up cream. I think this is one of the most appropriate times to have this blown up cream. Because you can see the popping candy in the cream. Mm-hmm. And now, so firework, I'm like, ooh, what's this going to be? Popping candy. I know what it's going to be. It's going to be popping candy. And now I know why it's called firework also. Mm -hmm. It's not going to taste like a firework. It's going to feel like an explosion in my mouth. And that, like, this package communicates all of that so brilliantly and so efficiently and so effectively. Uh-huh. You, you seem skeptical. No, I'm, I'm still processing all of those things that you said. Uh, so I, I feel like I've talked a lot about the package. Do you have anything you want to say? I, you know, I was very excited about the name. I also like the package. I'm, I don't think I'm as excited as you are about it. But I, I think it really clearly, quickly gives you an idea of what's going on here. Um, and, and definitely adds to the excitement with the popping candy, assuming you like popping candy Even in your if mouth. I, before I ate firework Oreos for the first time... I didn't really like popping candy. I didn't really like the experience. I didn't either. And so I was, at first, a little bit upset. But you kind of get used to it. Well, we'll... We'll get, we'll get there. Um, and honestly, I kind of bought it as a prank. I thought it would be a funny prank. Like, oh, here's an Oreo. Oh, what's up with my mouth? <laughs> I think we did catch some people in that prank. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I look forward to doing so every chance I get. <laughs> So this, man, this package, I just don't know how it could be better. 12.5. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree. 12.5. Our next category is smell. This lift tab, it's like already popping up a little bit. It's gonna be so easy. It was easy. Oh. What does it smell like? Uh, it smells like Oreos. Yeah, it's the package is a little bit old. It's not super old, maybe like two or three weeks old, and it. Uh, mm. I feel like the smell has kind of degraded a little bit. It's still noticeably Oreo smelling, mm -hmm. so it's I don't know. It's not it's not very strong. It's pleasant. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it smells like every other non-special flavored Oreo. I think that's probably true. We've, yeah. This is, I think, the, like, fourth just regular cream Oreo we've reviewed. Is that right? We've done... Winter, spring, Olympics in this. Yes. Yes. So, you know. Middle smells of, like that. Yeah, 
there's not a lot to say about this. I will give it a six, uh, six point five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, six point five. Our next category is appearance, and here's where the age of this Oreo, these Oreos, really hurts them because they are crumbly. There's cookie dust everywhere. I think we may have accidentally banged them up a little bit. I'm not sure it's their fault. I think also the uh, the insert was too big, so the Oreos weren't standing up straight because they're all they're all diagonal. Yeah, they are diagonal. And I think that definitely hurt them. Mm-hmm. Just spending some time sitting diagonally. Yeah, I mean the cookie dust doesn't look bad on these because they're already speckled, so it kind of adds a little bit of. Sort of, except when there's huge chunks like oh, like in this yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, when it's when it's just dust, I agree. It 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 just looks like it's supposed to be there. But when it's chunks of broken off cookie imprinted on the cream, it's it's not as good. These are very wavy. The cookies are not at all flat. Not even a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they're kind of sloppy, and the cream seems to have kind of. That crease in the middle? Yeah, crease along the side. I don't know why that is. I don't know either. Uh, But, on the other hand, the popping candies do look real nice. Yeah, they're definitely visible from the outside, especially when the cream gets closer to the edge of the cookie. And they're really fun looking. Yeah. I almost wish that they would put, like, sprinkles in normal Oreos. Mm -hmm. Not so much so that, like, for any flavor or texture reason, but just to, like, liven it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. a little little streak of color is nice, and they're not streaky, right? They are distinct dots of color. Mm-hmm. And are there only red and blue ones? I think so, which is a nice touch. I never noticed that before. Yeah, I always sort of assumed there were all kinds of colors, but I only see red and blue ones. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I think in general these have a good look. This box seems sort of poor. Yeah. I mean, we do have to admit that we've had many boxes of these, and I can't remember them ever looking this messy. I agree. I agree with that. So, do you have a score? I want to rate them high because normally they're very handsome. Yeah. These aren't. These are messy. They're not even. They're not straight. They're The, the cream is all jacked up. Cookie dust everywhere. Broken cookies. And we do always rate the cookies based on one the one box that we open. Yeah. So... In its pro is the the cream and the speckles, the pop rocks. Uh, five. Wow, it's very low. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher because I think the pop rocks really redeem these a lot. I'm going to give them a seven. Our next category is ease of opening. How are you going to open yours? I will twist. All right, let's see it. Oh. Very easy. Yeah, that... that... It made a sound, I don't know if you heard folks at home, but it, it made a nice kind of like, not quite a popping sound, but a nice sound. Like a release of a, of a bottle or something. Yeah, and like, that's perfect. Yeah. That looks perfect. I'm gonna pull apart just to see. Ooh, it was, a, there was a little bit of resistance, and my cream, the cream is, it separated perfectly. There is not a speck of residue on this cookie. But it, uh, like, part of it lifted up off of the cookie where the cream stayed. Oh. So it's, it's you know, not solidly on that cookie. Which is interesting. That happens from time to time. I don't know why. I can't, I, I don't know about a pattern or anything. Yeah. I would be interested to do some science on these to figure out what's going on with these openings. But 
what kind of science would you do? How would you do that? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good question. Maybe analyze the ingredients and see if the ingredients were somehow affecting things. A lot of the times, the ones without any extra flavor, I think, open pretty well. Yeah. And so we don't know if that means anything. I want to, you want to open another one? Sure. What are you going to do? Um, I will do the up-down. We haven't done that yet, right? Yeah, I was going to do that. Oh, do you want to do it? No, no, do it. Do it. It's in your hand. So, oh. uh, my finger hit the edge because they were so, the cream was so close to the edge. But other than that. Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll do, uh, should, can we even think of a fourth way to do this? You have a Besides pinch. pinch? Oh. Besides pinch. These are not good pinch candidates. It's true. Um... Oh, I'll try, like, peeling. Okay. Uh, so the pull, when we do the pull, we kind of pull, we put, you know, our, at least what I do is I put my thumb on one side and my index finger on the opposite side, and I apply pressure on both. Now I'm going to just be on one side of the cookie and apply pressure on just one side. This is your special 25th anniversary episode new way of opening your cookie. And the peel was perfect. Yeah. And it was easy as pie. Really? I think you can only do it on ones where the cream does not go all the way to the edge. You need kind of a, yeah, a yeah. an in for your finger, but mm-hmm. ooh, add it to the repertoire. All right. Well, I'm going to have to give these a 12.5 for ease of opening. Me too. They were easy to open and they opened like a dream. Our next category is considered by some to be the most important. Considered by us, well, I mean, you know the deal, it's episode 25. It's taste. Mm. I've been waiting for this. Mm. We've had this box of Oreos that we just couldn't eat. We Mm. weren't allowed. Oh, man. (laughs) Can you hear it? Maybe. Probably not. We'll see. I was salivating a little bit, so I had to, like, swallow into the mic. Mm. So what do you think of this taste? It's so good. (laughs) So it's just the regular, normal Oreo flavor, but the Pop Rocks make it so much more. They don't add a taste, but they add a texture. Right, the, the pop rocks. Right, my ma- my mouth mm-hmm. is like jumping. There's things jumping around in my mouth. It feels like yeah, and it it's so it's so fun. It's so cool. It's so interesting because taste is not just about taste. It's about smell and texture and feeling and mouth feel. And this is such a unique experience. Besides cherry cola, which we don't like to talk about. <laughs> Because it's, it's like, it's that, you know, that Oreo flavor that you, you like a lot. It's good. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then it's also interesting on top and it feels nice and it, it sounds, this is the only Oreo I've ever eaten that sounds like something other than chewing. <laughs> Cause I can hear every single pop that happens in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Um, I like, I like that it has the classic Oreo flavor. I feel like it goes along well with the theme of this celebration. And like, Mm -hmm. if you think about it as like, kind of uh, maybe American thing, it's like this classic Oreo Mm -hmm. with the Pop Rocks. Um, And even going by, going by your thinking earlier of how it's not about the fireworks, it's about the associations you have. 
with events where fireworks happened, that's a form of nostalgia, right? It's mm-hmm. you're 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 looking favorably on the past. It's a throwback. Mm-hmm. By using the just regular plain Oreo flavor, it's nostalgic. Yep. And maybe maybe it's different for kids growing up now where there are a million different Oreo flavors. But growing up, for me, it was like regular Oreos, double stuff Oreos, mm-hmm. uh, uh-oh Oreos, <laughs> which I don't think they make anymore. I think I missed those and I'm really sad about it. And that was that was like it. Yeah. Right? I don't remember flavors of Oreos. Maybe they existed and I just wasn't grocery shopping when I was nine. But, like, every time as a kid I had an Oreo, it was this flavor. Mm-hmm. Without the Pop Rocks. Yeah. So I think they're nailing that nostalgia aspect of fireworks also. Yeah, I think that's true. A note about these that something that you may not know, if you're really looking for a lot of popping candy feeling, you do have to eat the Oreo kind of slowly is my experience. If I eat it too fast, it all collects sort of at the back of my throat. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Oh, okay. But if you eat it slowly, then the Pop Rocks have time to activate while they're still in the front parts of your mouth, mm-hmm. and I find that experience much more pleasant. All right. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, if you eat it too quickly. I just, it's... yeah, I just like it wherever it pops. <laughs> okay. You don't care if it's, like, care. in your nose, your ears. Well, well I've, I've never had it there. <laughs> I've only had it in my mouth and throat. And... Neither one's okay. Yeah. All right, I'm a little picky about my popping. Well, you picky about your scoring? <laughs> uh, um, I do have to deduct because of that throat popping thing that I don't like. Okay. <laughs> but other than that... That's more on you, but fair. Yeah. We often punish these Oreos for our shortfalls. We judge these entirely subjectively. <laughs> Remember, I ranked their name high because of my nostalgia. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will give them a twelve. I. So I'm about to engage in a little bit of hyperbole. You know the end of Ratatouille, the Pixar movie, where the food critic eats the ratatouille, which is not real ratatouille. It's a different dish whose name I forget, but. I mean, the rat pun. Okay. And he is instantly tr- brought back to his childhood, and it's, like, such a great experience. Mm-hmm. I don't have a sense memory for this like that. You know, I don't eat this Oreo, and I'm, like, transported back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my vision doesn't go all sepia, and I remember things. But I get a feeling that I think the movie was trying to metaphorically portray. Okay. Because it's it's a very similar feeling to how Antonigo, the food critic, felt in that moment. Not only do these taste good, but they feel good, and they make me feel good. And, like, I, how could you get better than that in an Oreo? 12.5. So, a question for you. Do you think that this is related to this podcast history with this Oreo? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So yeah. you're saying you're not relating this back to... Uh, some kind of Pop Rocks childhood thing. No, it it has nothing to do with Pop Rocks. Okay. It has everything to do with, like, the way you have memories about fireworks. I have Mm -hmm. one or two memories about Oreos that I think I've shared. Mm -hmm. And when I have any normal Oreo, I, like, those come to mind. And these are that, but better. Okay. And our next category is accuracy, also known as Did It Trick You? Once again, not tricked. (laughs) I think I will never be tricked. I think you will never be tricked. Until they come out with, like, 
chocolate chip cookie flavored Oreos. <laughs> which would be I would eat that. That, that actually would be really cool. Really yeah. good. <laughs> you can steal that. You're allowed. Only if you sponsor us. No, this is about us. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. It's not about begging. Okay. Have you ever... You've smelled gunpowder before, right? Yes. You ever tasted it? No. Me neither. But I've smelled it, and it doesn't smell like it would taste good. And, like, that... You know, you know the feeling or the smell when fireworks have just been lit off near you? And mm-hmm. the show's over now, and it's just like that acrid stench of gunpowder in the air. I wouldn't call it a stench. I think it's a pleasant smell. Yeah, I actually kind of like it. <laughs> okay. It's not. It's not something I want like all the no, time. No, but once a year, I. It's nice. It, yeah. Yeah. It actually kind of also reminds me of my high school days. I had a friend who now is in the Air Force, who uh, I highly doubt listens to this show. We've since fallen out of touch. But he would make gunpowder in his garage, and we would, like, make fireworks, and we would make explosives. Oh, God. Just, like, small-scale stuff. That's Nothing big. Mostly terrifying. smoke bombs. Okay. Uh, the, he didn't have a real um, ball tumbler. He didn't have, like, lead balls. He just had, like, marbles that he stole <laughs> from probably a board game or something. Okay. So the gunpowder was very low quality. But there were so many times when I would go home from hanging out with him just reeking of gunpowder. And I always wondered what my parents thought. I, like, I, I never talked to them about it. And I always wondered, like, are they just glad I don't smell like alcohol? Or do they think I've been shooting guns? Or what do they think is going on? We need to investigate this further. This is very curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mom, Dad, if you're listening, which, let's face it, odds are real slim. Give me a buzz. Yeah. Send us an email. Yeah. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all of that is to say that uh, these are nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have much more gunpowder knowledge than I do. I think it's safe to say that these, yeah, they don't taste like anything that is fireworks. No. Which is, it's rough because, you know, of all the Oreos that I think I want to give as high of a score as possible. Not that I'm trying to, but you sort of expect We're being to. perfectly objective and scientific here. So objective. And so it's hard to... I don't want to give this a really low score. But... I mean, I could work my way around it, right? Because they... If, if fireworks were going to feel like something in my mouth, this is what they would feel like. So in terms of texture... Fireworks are literal explosions. Yeah, but this is... I mean, They're in terms of food... I, like when you're when you're taking that down to a food level, I would say that this is more like fireworks than spring is like spring in my mouth. Okay, that's fair. So if you're thinking about it that way, it's got to get a more accurate score than something like spring does because nothing about that spring Oreo is like spring. Not to hate on spring, spring's great, but <laughs> it's not accurate. Here at least we have something that I mean, it's not like they're just sprinkles. If they were sprinkles, I'd be like, absolutely not. These are not like fireworks. Right. But they do have the colors. They have the feeling. And so I think I I think I can feel okay giving them a five. I feel like I've been very clear about how much I love these Oreos. That's absurd, Michelle. <laughs> these Oreos could not possibly be less accurate. One. It hurts. It hurts me. It hurts me too. Our final category today is something I'm real excited about. <laughs> uh, we're going to use these Oreos to make ice cream sandwiches. So I'll be right back. Gotta get the ice cream. 
So I think this is kind of appropriate for our 25th episode because ice cream sandwiches are one of our, I don't know if I want to say favorite desserts, but they're definitely high up there on enjoyment value in our home. And, um, you know, usually there's a cookie on each side and there's some ice cream in the middle. And those cookies can be all different types. We've discovered many different types of ice cream sandwiches. And so it it seems reasonable that an ice cream sandwich would benefit from having some icing as well and some Oreo cookies. And appropriately enough, we have here cookies and cream ice cream to make our ice cream sandwiches with. So Michelle, you want to make yours? Yes. So the way that I am going to do this is I'm going to open up my Oreo. Okay. And I'm going to put ice cream in the middle next to the cream. And we're just going to put like just just a little bit of ice cream. You know, we're not overloading these with ice cream. I did get, I would say lucky. So when I eat cookies and cream ice cream, I would say you're lucky if you get a big chunk of the Oreo. And I would say I've been lucky today. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly Oreo. So I'm not sure how much ice cream we could say that there is in this, but I think it looks pretty good. Now I'm taking a different tack. Instead of uh, Michelle opening up Oreos, so she has cookie cream ice cream cookie, I'm going to have one complete Oreo sandwich, then a layer of ice cream, then another complete Oreo sandwich. And I think part of this will be in how easy it is to eat. Because something that can be problematic with ice cream sandwiches is if all the ice cream just squeezes out the side. Kind of like in those, um, oh, let's get a picture of that. In those what? You know those those really simple ice cream sandwiches? They're not with cookies. They're just ice vanilla ice cream and they have that brown, it's like a chocolate, they're rectangular. And they have that thin brown thing on the side. Nope. You've never had that? Well, I don't know what you're well, talking it's about. Well, it's very soft, and so what happens is it just squeezes right out. Well, let's eat some ice cream sandwiches. Mine's not squeezing out. Um, mine is squeezing out a little bit, but it's not, it's not really problematic. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because we used cookies and cream ice cream. But it reminds me a lot of the frozen Oreos, but without the, like, hardness to bite through the cookie. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense that it would mix really well with this type of ice cream. I think really any kind of ice cream would probably be okay in here. Mm-hmm. Unless it was something that didn't go well with chocolate at all. Which, like, sure. do they make ice cream like that? I don't know. Mine is very good. I like the way it mixes with... Mine is mixing with the... The cream on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting texture. Well, because, like, the texture of the cream and the ice cream is so similar, but yeah. slightly different. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that a lot. I don't think I'll ever do it again, because it's, <laughs> it's kind of a pain, and it's just, like, so much, so much dessert. Yeah, it's sort of, in a way, the opposite of cookies and cream ice cream, which is... Mostly ice cream, a little bit of Oreo. Mm-hmm. And this is mostly Oreo with a little bit of ice cream. Mm-hmm. But man, that was good. And my mouth is going crazy right now. Yeah. It's great with the Pop Rocks, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was really good. 
I think I'm going to give that an 11. Whoa, what what are you holding back on? Um, I don't know. It just like something some something isn't quite there and I I don't maybe it was it's like a little bit too much of a pain to assemble. Okay. Uh, like you have to have ice cream and so remember. So if you could buy one in the store. I think that would probably Mr. be better. <clears throat> if you could just buy one, like yeah. a package of them. Yeah. Like a bag of them and just like pull one out. <laughs> yeah. Like Chipwich style. And they do mm-hmm. have, they do have, uh, ice cream sandwiches that are like Oreo cookies with, I think, cookies and cream ice cream in the middle. And maybe those are really good. I've never had one. I've just seen them. I think I have had, I'm thinking back, I think I have had one, and I think they are really good. They're very, they're very good. Yes. Okay. But I kind of like the size of these. They're just little. Yeah. And so you can just have a little snack. You know, those ice cream sandwiches can be so big sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I'm eating a whole meal in an ice cream sandwich. And honestly, most of the time when I have ice cream, I really just want like one to two spoonfuls of ice cream. Not mm-hmm. even a whole scoop necessarily. Yeah, and so this just gives you that little taste. I am very pleased with it. I'm going to give it a 12. And those are our categories. Give us just a second to add up our scores. And while we're doing that, why don't you head on over to wherever you rate or review podcasts and rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. Help us celebrate episode 25. We would consider it just a a little gift to us. A birthday present on our first birthday. Mm -hmm. And also my real birthday. And we're back. My score was 69. And mine was 78.5. You know, those scores, I think, put this into this category, and just my feelings put this into this category. Milk's favorite podcast, with no reservation, recommends Firework Oreos. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor, You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavoritepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast.